Hey everybody, this is Shrink Chat with Shannon and Kathy. Hi. <laughs> she was literally just laughing at me before we started, and then when now I'm eating peanuts. Now she's eating, just letting me float in the wind over here. These are good. Welcome to the show. You know what? Guess what? 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 Guess what? What? Um, you guys might have seen on Instagram or whatever I posted a picture of um, our Freddy's guest, Claw. our guest this morning, Freddy Krueger. Anyway. What I wanted to share with you, Kathy, is that I bought a... That's pretty real looking. I know, right? If you feel it, you would not say that. It's very like light and plasticky. But the hand, what we're talking about, for those of you who are not sitting right next to me, um, is the Freddy Cougar hand. And it's got, you can put you know your hand in there. And so that's part of my costume. And then... Oh, you got the hat too? I got the hat. And the sweater. I also got another oh, hat that's actually cooler. That? The hat... The hat I that hasn't come yet is actually much cooler than this, so I got I got an additional hat. Where'd you get it from? Uh, I don't know. The interwebs. The interweb. <laughs> it's a it's a Freddy dress. Yeah. It's a sexy Freddy dress. Sexy Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it's a girl. It's a girl like cosplay Freddy Krueger, and I got it from um, an idea actually from um, one of my friends on on the interwebs. So I bought several costumes because. I figured, what Why the hell not? else do I have to do? What the hell? I mean, you don't do much. <laughs> well, and here, <laughs> I'm doing nothing. No. Nothing. No, there's only four jobs. Yeah, I understand. Um, here's the thing. The other reason why it, that I bought some up is because I am terrible, as Kathy knows, at deciding, figuring out, executing Halloween costumes. This is not my forte. Halloween is my favorite holiday. I just, when it comes to picking a costume, I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you overthink it. Well, and I don't really like a lot of the costumes. And so I'm thinking, I don't know. So uh, I think it might also be a little bit of my perfectionism because I want to make it really awesome. And, and I know I'm not going to be able to. So I just go like, oh, I'll be a witch <laughs> or whatever. That's what you, you were a witch for like, Two of our three parties. Yeah, because I just default to things like to I, I think I was, yeah, I was a Grim Reaper that one year. That's literally putting a tarp over yourself and with a scythe. I mean, it's yeah. like the simplest thing. The pictures that year were so hilarious because we're just dark blobs. You had you were like all dressed in black with white makeup. I don't remember what you were. I a skeleton. Yeah. A skeleton. And I was... A, <laughs> we literally just like dark blobs in the photos. And then Belle... I actually was actually looking for... To get Liam his little skeleton costume because you know Belle has hers every single year. Mm -hmm. You know it looks like she's wearing little chaps. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. got to get him. Yep, a bigger. She's one. one of those people. She dresses the dogs up. They're like pajamas. I know it's cute. It's and it's for Oops. like three hours. And they're so skinny. The skeletons just make sense. <laughs> you don't have to. Like it's awesome. You'll take photos. So next we would we have a little segment that we like to call. Horror facts with girls. <laughs> She's really pushing. So like that was a different octave. When you it really was. When you watch Mariah Carey sing into a microphone in the studio, that was Kathy just now. <sighs> like feeling it, veins in her neck, face all scrunched up. I love horror facts with Kathy. I love you. Go ahead, it's your facts. <laughs> Go <right>. for it. <laughs> The Washington Post depicted this picture, meaning this film, <laughs> as neo-gothic 
that plays like Frankenstein in reverse. Number two. The most popular line of the movie, today is a good day to die. Number three. This is a film about depolarizing the deep subconscious, contributing to somatic delusions and visual hallucinations. Number four. During pre-production, actors worked with a medical uh, technical advisor who tutored them on EKG and EEG machines. And number five, the original debut was in 1990. Any guesses? Mm-mm. Flatliners. That movie to- totally crossed my mind, but I don't yeah. like. I don't know it well. It's a enough, good one. So. The original is a, is a great movie. There's a couple others that crossed my mind too, but the, it was the t- today is a good day to die. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, that today is a good day to die. Although I think it's been used in a few other movies, so I was getting super confused. Yeah, it sounds head. like similar lines in other movies. Exactly. But that, was, that was Kiefer's big. Yeah. I liked the, him in that movie, and yeah. I liked the actors in that movie. Great cast. I haven't watched that one in a long time. Neither that'd have be I. One, that'd be one to watch, maybe. A lot of psychology in that one, too. Oh, yes. That's it. They all come from trauma. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They all do. We've been talking a lot of trauma lately. Traumatize you. It's a... <laughs> I'm going to smack you. Uh, I wanted to bring up that... Nike, you know, the footwear. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, has created a blood-soaked Freddy Krueger <laughs> horror, horror shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? I just... <laughs> See, that's cool. I'll just drop that right there. Wait a minute. And you let me know. Like they walked <laughs> over a dead body? Like, well, I have to look this up. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you about it first. Is it so. wet? Like when you stick, do your feet get all red when you, go on, explain. <laughs> all right, for, thank you. I mean, go ahead if you want to no, have some reactions. Uh, so <laughs> it's a Nike Air shoe, Nike Air, 90, Max 95, Freddy Krueger. So, oh God! What she just saw the photo. What it is is um, looks like yeah. an eighty slasher shoe. So what they did, kids, is they made it the colors of Freddy. So it's like red, obviously, and then the other colors, like sometimes greenish, sometimes bluish, more more blue gray tones. So. Who would wear this? And then they put blood droplets, or what looks like, obviously, blood droplets on the back of the shoe. So if you're looking at the shoe from behind, you see the like blood smear droplets down the middle of the back silver detail. And they also put um, red uh, blood droplets on the bottom of the shoe. And then, of course, the, and then inside the shoe, if you're looking at the logo, the Nike logo, it's got like blood dripping off of it mm-hmm. inside the shoe and some splatter on the toe area. And on the, the swoosh, it's dripping down <laughs> that, from the that's swoosh. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah, okay. the logo. I know you were reading about it. It's fine. <laughs> on the logo, the swoosh, the, uh, the swoosh, we call it the It looks like there's different versions of it, though. Mm, I don't oh, know. No, maybe not. I'm just reading about the one. So. Uh, yeah, this is, I don't. Are you happy? Are you happy I mean, about this? I'm, Are you confused? I'm a little weirded out. Are you incensed? <laughs> Why would you wear that? I I wouldn't. Not uh, you. 
Why would someone wear that? Mm. It's a little morbid. She's getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you mean know- maybe on Halloween, but otherwise, wouldn't that be a little bit off? But like, oh, those are cool shoes, man. Yeah, you like the blood all over them. So. <laughs> The title of the article that I originally found was called Blood Soaked Nike Air Max 95 Freddy Krueger is a Horror Fan's Nightmare. <laughs> it does look like a shoe that one of the teenage characters yeah. in the movie would wear like this Nike, this exact brand yeah. version mm-hmm. style of <laughs> Nike. <laughs> It's a horrific aesthetic, the article says. So anyway, I mean, I'm, I mean, I can see how somebody who's really into the Freddy franchise would buy that, and this is like a Halloween thing, obviously. But there's and, nothing about it that screams Freddy Krueger to me. Yeah, you'd have to know, right? I know. So it's not like if <laughs> and I everybody love, will. For Nike's, example, Nike's really good at advertising. Everyone will know what it is. <laughs> I am just very confused. If somebody said this was, oh, this is the Nike shoe that came out for Halloween, like the movie Halloween. I love Michael Myers. I'd look at it and go, I, that makes no sense. I don't see the... Well, I'm not going to buy a, a horror franchise branded tennis shoe. No. But I mean, some people would. <laughs> Especially, you know, that these are the kinds of ones that some of them very much succeed as far as collectible. And then they become sure, very expensive that. on the black market. So there's, you know, Nike and all the shoe companies do a lot of that for the collectors. Yeah. But I, of course, brought it up because I a minute ago I talked about my my costume of Freddy Krueger. And here we are. It would that. make a great shoe for a costume. You don't. you think I should buy some four million dollar Nike Air no, Max Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger would not wear those. No, no. I, I mean, and I would, I'll, I'll, personally, I would go sort of rock and roll Freddy Krueger, probably wear black boots or something. But like, you know, you can go a lot of different ways. But there it is. That's my news. That's Jeez. the most ridiculous thing. And I buy some <laughs> stupid shit. I would not. <laughs> I buy a lot of stupid shit. I've been buying a lot of COVID, in, you know, motivated <laughs> Like, okay, if I didn't, if I wasn't at my computer so much, we would not be buying this. Stop it. Oh, that's very true. So let's move on. Did you have something you wanted to, an article or? Oh, I just had, um, let me see if I can find it. (laughs) Yes, please. Uh, We'll wait. um, There are some great independent horror films coming out with strong female leads. So I just wanted to quickly go through the three that I found. Let me find it. Um, <clears throat> so do you know the Fantasia Film Festival? Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, yeah. I've heard of it. I yeah, so um, it, it's mostly like top showcases, mostly for fantasy and horror, but I think they do other cinema too. Okay. So these three showcased uh, or are showcasing at Fantasia Film Festival there's three coming out, and I believe Shudder is picking them up, I think, at least two, if not three of them. Um, all really strong female leads. The first one's called Lucky. Um, Fowles is self, self-help author who suddenly finds herself stalked by an elusive and dangerous man and becomes caught in the struggle to regain control over her life. Brea Grant, I think, is the lead. I don't think it's the director. I think it's the lead. The next one's called Slacks. This one sounds kind of funny. I don't know if it's supposed to be. Directed by Elza Kephart. A possessed <laughs> a possessed pair of jeans, hence the name Slacks with two X's, <laughs> is brought to life to punish the unscrupulous practices of a trendy clothing company. Hmm. 
Shipped to the company's flagship store, Slacks proceeds to wreak carnage on staff locked in overnight to set up the new collection. That one sounds kind of funny. I'm interested in that one. Yeah. And then the last one is called Hunted. Uh, French filmmaker and comic artist Vincent Perrineau. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Hunted um, is an exhilarating, transcendent take on survival horror that blends primal violence with the timeless quality of myth and fairy tale. The film stars Lucy DeBay as Eve, a woman who encounters a seemingly charming man at a bar. We know this story. Mm-hmm. Only to uncover that he, his true sociopathic nature um, sparking a dire life or death chase through the wilderness. So I like to see, one, independent films. We talked about Followed last week. Yeah. But then also with some... Strong female leads. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. Lucky, Slacks, and Hunted. And I believe they'll be going on to Shutter. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm all about it. Got to put them on the list. Yeah. <laughs> I have quite the list. I have, a, I have a list, but then I also go with the flow. Like, I love the spontaneous watch. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want to watch? Let's watch this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm... I mean, I'm I'm down. I'm kind of one of those people. Like, I'm down. Whatever it is, like, let's you watch. Are down. Am I? Yeah. Am I down? Am I down yeah. most of the time? Okay. Well, we both watched one br. Thanks, Marie. Thanks, Marie. So this was a good recommendation, I think. Yeah, we take recommendations. So for those of you who listen regularly. Or would like to re- listen regularly and participate, please, please, please uh, tell us on our social media channels. Like, hey, what do you watch? You should, you guys should watch this. Just send us a quick message um, on Instagram. That's the best way. But if you are not on Instagram, which I know a lot of people aren't, send us an email. Um, just hit us up on Twitter, whatever you want. Uh, so we watched One BR at the recommendation of Marie, and One BR is the the shortage, like if you're looking for an apartment and it's like one bedroom, so one BR, just so you know. Not many people would know that. Me saying one BR, like what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Um, and it is on Shutter, right? We watched it on Shutter. Uh, was it on Shutter or Prime? I think it was Shutter. Okay, we have to get that right. Or no, was it Netflix? We'll have to get that right. Kathy's going to help me out while I right read now. the synopsis. <laughs> um, it's a 2019 film directed by David Marmore. And I'll read you the little synopsis. It is, when Sarah lucks into a suite one bedroom at Asilo Del Mar Apartments in Los Angeles, she she thinks she's hit the jackpot. It's got plenty of space, friendly tenants, group barbecues, and even a cute neighbor next door. All is not what it seems. Loud noises start keeping her awake at night. Her cat is missing. Everyone seems to be a little bit too helpful and friendly, except for the weirdo Lester. Soon, Sarah learns she didn't choose this apartment. It chose her. Mm, it is Netflix. Bum, bum, bum. So it was on Netflix. Cool. Um, I thought this was really good. Such a great cult horror. Yeah. And I don't mean cult following or cult classic as in actual cult. Yeah, there's a cult theme in this movie for um, those of you who like that kind of thing. Thought she was great. I thought the cast was great. I mm-hmm. thought the storyline was solid. I thought it was scary. Psychologically scary. Yes. I did this in a group watch and there was at least one member of the group that was like, 
this is really uncomfortable. It was. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Like, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Brutal. So it's effective. What I would, the way I would say that, like, objectively is it's effective in the creation of tension. Like, you get super tense. And there's a, um, there's a definite, like, oh, what's going to happen? Or, oh, stop it. You know, when you're watching a horror movie and you're like, no, don't do it. Um, and it comes, it, like, it, it comes on strong. Like, when it gets going from that very first scene, I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It, there's it, no easing. It takes into a turn. It. Yeah, it takes a turn, right? Like yeah. there's this moment where you think they're gonna. I mean, you maybe kind of heard about the movie a little bit from like someone like us, or or you've read you you know you keep up with horror, so you've read about it online or whatever, and you, and you're you're sort of watching. You're thinking like, oh, is this going to be one of those like slow things where we can't figure out what's going on? And then just when about when you're thinking what's going on here, it takes a turn, and then you're solidly in a horror movie. <laughs> people horror movie because it's culty and it, they don't do the culty thing exactly like everybody else does the culty thing um i was really actually i was going to talk about this on shrink chat just as something i had seen because i had actually when you said hey marie said you know watch this or whatever i had actually already seen it because what i've been doing is like trying to watch the new horror but i was so happy because i was going to talk about it anyway mm-hmm. and then it's like oh good now kathy will watch it too and we can both talk about it it was um, good the girl was really good. What's I her the, name? The uh, Nicole, actress. maybe Nicole Bright and Bloom. I'm not sure. Um, so yeah. yeah, that's her. I really liked it. Uh, if you, uh, I imagine one of the reasons why Marie recommended it to us is because we talk about cult psycho. We've talked about cult psychology quite a bit, uh. especially in our true crime psychology stuff and some of the movies and documentaries that we've watched, like we did Waco and all of that. So um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it was different. Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't want to spoil it for people because I actually, I mean, lots and lots and lots of people have Netflix. Not and, as and many. It's new. Ne- it's new. Not <clears throat> as many people have Shudder. So if it was on Shudder, you know, easy, a little bit easier to talk about it because I know that half the people aren't even going to ever see it, maybe. <laughs> but on Netflix, like, is so much stuff. And I mean, Netflix was kind of shoving it down our throats there for a minute uh, in, I think, in early August. And that's when I, I think I watched it. Um, yeah, I mean the the criticisms, of course, were like kind of the the suspension of disbelief around you know an apartment in L.A. and how normal it seemed, and why isn't anybody called the police? And I don't have cell phone. I mean, they they kind of explain a lot of that, but like, how hard it, would it be to get out of that complex? I mean, there was there's a little bit of suspension of disbelief you have to oh, employ. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying. I think that's why you're saying like once it turns like it goes full bore mm-hmm. and I think that's really good because mm-hmm. those first 20 or 30 minutes you're kind of thinking ah you're starting to really question the veracity of like could this actually happen yeah like oh yeah hell no yeah. <laughs> oh, oh no 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 and then they and then the, then it turns and then you can buy into it more and also you're distracted because there's a bunch of shit happening mm-hmm. so that's good um a fun ride yeah it was fun yeah so thank you for that recommendation. What other uh, horror have you been oh, watching man. lately? I watched an old, uh, when we talk about terrible. Okay. Um, Do tell. So this is 1983. It's called One Dark Night. It's a super, oh, 
I watched that. Did you? I literally just watched that. Oh, my um, God. With the Discord peeps. Uh, apparently, according to my letterbox, <laughs> I watched it on the 9th now, of this month. If it w- was done now, yeah, the concept of what this girl goes through is absolutely terrifying. Yeah, totally. Okay. So just to give you all a the basis of the plot is years before these six girls are found murdered in an apartment um, and it's supposed to be by this Russian occultist leader, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the leader has a daughter who ends up, you know, um, being a sort of, sort of a crucial part of the story later on. So what ends up happening is he dies. She also has some of these supernatural powers as well. Um, she's aware of them and he has been buried in a, uh, what are those called? Um, like a, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, mm, gosh, the building where Why you do put you want them to keep the, saying monastery. Ma- I want to say mausoleum, but mausoleum. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and you know, they, they do a funeral for him and whatever. And so years later, uh, a very young Meg Tilly wants mm. to be part of this, so young in this sorority. Um, so, you know, the sisters, there's this hazing thing where yeah. they, um, and this is a total side note and only for people who have ever seen better off dead. Will they know <laughs> who this is? Yeah. But the girl who sings at the prom in better off dead, she literally s- sings the song better off dead. And she's <laughs> yeah. got that horrible silver dress and she's shaking her tits. <laughs> yeah. She's one of the sorority sisters oh, in this. Okay. Wow. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's the chick from better off dead. <laughs> so anyway, uh, a young Meg Tilly, she wants to be part of the sorority. And so the, the sisters are like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're taking you somewhere. Don't worry about it. She ends up, um, their thing for her to be part of it is she has to sleep overnight in the mausoleum. And so he starts to come alive and all of these things come out of the wall. And then the daughter catches wind that her father's ghost or whatever is coming <laughs> back. The, the funniest part of this whole film though is is the scene where they all start to come alive and i think i could have made better monsters in your garage i know it's ridiculous it's It's like they look like plastic mannequins at walmart and dressed in like old (laughs) clothing from the 1920s or 1800 i was laughing so hard but it, if this was done now, because she has to sleep there, I mean, it's really a terrifying concept. Yes, the concept, absolutely, you're absolutely right. The script, not even that bad either. But the fact no, that, that the, with special the, effects. the special effects that they were dealing with, like on a low Whoa. budget horror. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of, yeah. <laughs> I imagine like me in the back going, ooh, yeah. as the like music soundtrack. <laughs> it was pretty bad. But also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were wearing those Nike Cortezes. Like, that, like, they totally the, were. Yeah, the yeah. Freddy Krueger shoes. <laughs> yeah, they were projecting that for sure into the future. Um, my the funniest thing was there's like these moments in the mausoleum, like kind of in the in the the climactic scenes where all of the bodies come alive or all of the zombies, oh. ghosts, whatever, come alive, and then you're like watching them go down the hallway and, and they're like falling only, over. And there's only really uh. like one. There's only really like one <laughs> shot of the feet, and you realize, oh, they're doing that thing like that vampires do in old movies where they like drag their toes as if they're being elevated up off the ground. But unfortunately, in the like 
in the close-up shots or the um, mid shot, they're looking, <laughs> they pretty much look like, you know, there's like a mannequin and there's a dude behind him and they're no, moving completely. him down the hallway. And, and, he, and <laughs> let me just add a, this touch to it. So the, the guy, the cultist who dies, yeah. um, he has these supernatural powers. So when he's, they show early on when he's like lifted onto the stretcher that like these bolts of electricity shoot out from his fingers. But the bolts of electricity look like they were made on like a really old editing machine. <laughs> so it, it, it looks like something they'd use in like an 80s cartoon. It was so flipping funny. And then at the end when the estranged daughter realizes like, oh my God, he's coming back and blah, blah, blah. And we didn't, and, and apparently he was a psychic vampire. Yeah. With telekinesis. I think I'd lost consciousness by I then. I mean, it's just so out of control, bad in that regard. But um, I love when she gets backed up towards the like, oh. the drawers, <laughs> yeah. and the and the ghosty thing comes at her and like falls on her, yeah. and it looks like just like a mannequin. So it has no ambulation, no, none. There's no shoulder movement or arm it's movement. It's a plastic. It's, it's literally like if I'm holding a plastic, yeah. M- m- whatever person and i just push it onto you <laughs> like like she was getting tortured in menswear and on she, the third floor of like jc penny and she's like ah yeah. you know she's doing her whole like, yeah i'm an actor and trying to pretend this Ugh. looks right and that i'm really actually really scared the Ugh. bolts though i, I won't for, I, i'll, I really I'll never forget for like when his telekinesis and the bolts start coming out of his i'm like this is just too much <laughs> I really but am. the storyline was decent Oh, yeah. Like you said, remake it. If they made it like, yeah, if like the Scream franchise, if like Wes Craven remade it, it'd probably be terrifying. Oh, yeah. I mean, so that's our recommendation. Somebody remake this movie with a bit of a budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God love them. I love lowbrow horror and oh, I yeah. definitely love old trash horror. So this is this is a little bit of both. This is kind of up there. And that's probably why we watched rotting it. Rotting <laughs> cadavers. I'm just reading the sentence. Rotting cadavers telekinetically float and surround the girls before they pile on top of them to suffocate them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, if that's what you guys were trying to do, it looked like it literally the movie Mannequin at the end when they're all falling into the machine and yeah. you're trying to save her. <laughs> it was like a bunch of those. Totally. Oh, that's a good pull. The Mannequin movie. Oh, oh boy. 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 Enjoy, guys. It's on Shutter. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> uh, the only thing, other thing I would add is, um, oh, I've been... I've been watching some rewatching a lot of new watching the Friday the 13th franchise. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you're probably all up on that, but I, I don't know. There's I, many I haven't seen. Yeah. There are, there were more, more that I haven't seen than I think I have seen. Like so. when Jason went to space, I think is when I stopped. Yeah. I'm a, <laughs> I did see the brand new remake of the original though. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh so I'm I'm almost there. I'm on I'm just about to watch uh Jason 10 or Jason X, whatever Jason you X. Wanna. That's not the space one. Uh n- I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not doing a lot of preparation. I'm just like what's next and then I watch <laughs> it. I'm trying to be like I'm trying to come at it from you know, that kind of beginner's mind perspective. Gotcha. And then I get schooled by the people who have already seen them, which I enjoy strangely. So yeah, I mean, Jason has been to Manhattan, you know, he's, uh, 
doing his he, thing. He's been yeah. to hell most recently. He's went to hell. Oh, he went to hell. Yeah, and then he goes to and space. then he came back and then I watched the sci. It's basically nine is Jason goes to hell and it's basically like the sci-fi Jason. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, yeah, so uh, one day, <laughs> one day I might mention about my journey with that, but uh, that is also something that's happening. I'm watching all these other movies. <laughs> And then also trying to make my way through the Friday the 13th franchise, finally, because I obviously, as mentioned in last week's shrink chat, I obviously didn't grow up watching a ton of horror movies. So I've got a lot, I got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. As Ricky would say. Yeah. He would, Ricky would say that. Um, thank you so much for listening. Do you have anything to say to the people, Kathy? You want to do a little ditty or... <laughs> song or rendition listen read them a bedtime story i uh listen you know it's bad when she goes listen yeah (laughs) there's only so much goodness that i can bring in like a 40 minute so just don't (laughs) 30 minutes 30 minutes (laughs) that's you've tapped out on goodness tapped out on goodness we should let her go because she's gonna take a shit now oh just kidding literally shit you accuse me of Shitting in my chair. <laughs> well, that's because I Last thought week. you would shit when you found out that Nev Campbell was coming. Oh back. yeah, that was well. I didn't just. Like, I'm out so of the blue, sorry that like, I hey, already Shannon, knew you're gonna shit in your chair. I mean, that would make no sense. <laughs> I'm so sorry you already knew. I already knew, but I, you know, I also want to hear your feelings on these things. So it's good. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> She's like, cut it off, girl. This is Shrink Chat. My name is Shannon, and I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Shrink Chat. Please check us out on our Patreon page, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to engage with you as part of our community. Please take a moment to leave us a comment on any of our social media. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, sleep safe.